One, go down to a pharmacy, convenience store, or supermarket, and tell the clerk your whole family has a head cold. Tell her, it's really bad. Do you happen to have pseudoephedrine hydrochloride? She'll twitch her nose and ask, how much do you need? Cough, and then take out a Kleenex and sneeze into it. As much as I can get. She'll go behind the back counter and retrieve a bottle containing 120 tablets. Smile and say, perfect, I'll take three more. When she scans the barcode, the machine will beep, and her monitor will alert her there's a maximum amount an individual can buy in one day. Luckily, four bottles will be within the limit. 2. Once the pills have been acquired, additives such as microcrystalline cellulose and sodium starch glycolite will need to be removed. Go to your old lady's pantry and rummage around until you find the temperature-resistant glass bowl you bought her last spring. She said it was the perfect size for potato salad. You grinned and said, that's exactly what I was thinking. Use a mixture of salt and acetone to clean the bowl. Your old lady will have been washing it regularly with soap, and you'll need to get rid of the sulfate residue. 3. Cross the front lawn, straighten the garden gnome, and knock on Bill's front door. When he swings open the screen and ties his bathrobe tight, hold up a styrofoam container of chicken broth and ask him how he's feeling. Ask him how his wife Deborah is feeling. You heard she'd been down with the flu, too. Ask him how his teenage daughter Trisha is feeling. Don't tell him Trisha came over last week, crying because some girls at school were making fun of her weight. Don't tell him how when you patted her on the shoulder, you felt like a father for the first time, even though you have two rugrats of your own. Let him whine about getting the flu from Deborah, and how he'll probably lose the commission on two houses because he can't go to work. Then as he's wiping the cold sweat from his brow, tell him, Me and the wife are going camping this weekend. Any chance I can borrow your Coleman stove? 4. Set the stove on a table in the shed out back behind your house. Combine the recently purchased pills and a liter of methanol in the heat-resistant bowl. Place over a low heat. Turn on the fans you previously installed on the back wall. They'll disperse the fumes coming out of the bowl during the evaporation process and prevent a stovetop fire. Be patient. This part will take a while. Don't try to speed things up by making the mixture boil. A high flame will increase the likelihood of a fire, and with all the chemicals lying around, there's a possibility the whole shed could blow. Stand there and focus on the volatile compound. Don't daydream. Don't worry about your brother Bob, who's doing a five-year term and who gave you this new recipe when you visit him last week. Don't worry about your wife or kids or anything. Focus. 5. Turn off the stove and put the bowl aside to cool. Set a lawn chair between the shed and the kiddie pool. Pop the top off a Dos Equis and try to relax. The dangerous part is over. It's difficult to kill yourself from here on out. Dream about what you'll tell your old lady in a couple weeks when she finds a roll of 20s hidden in your kid's piggy bank. Dream about a trip to the Santa Anita racetrack while you walk up and down the stands picking up losing tickets. She'll find them in the back pocket of your jeans when she throws a load of colors in the washing machine. And she'll believe you a week later when you tell her the story of betting on a horse with 10 to 1 odds. She'll believe it because it's better than believing her husband is cooking in the back shed again. 6. Go to the hall closet and get the vacuum cleaner. Wheel it out to the shed. Wet the filter plate. Pour the evaporated compound and 240 milliliters of tulune into the barrel. Switch on the machine and listen to the hum. Let it run for 40 minutes. Think about how you nodded approval a couple days ago when Trisha told you about the boy who asked her to prom. Think about how you wanted to tell her, but didn't. The only reason a boy asks a chubster to prom is because he's sure to get some. Remember her telling you how the boy was into Modest Mouse. I mean, what are the chances he'd like the exact same band as me? Remember giving her a hug and saying, I'm so proud of you, even though you could already see the heartache in her future. Turn off the vacuum, but leave the barrel sealed for another 45 minutes. 7. 
Remove a two-day-old pork chop from the refrigerator and set it on a plate next to last night's baked potato. Toss the leftovers in a microwave and turn the timer to two minutes. Take the hot plate into the living room and tune the big screen TV to the History Channel. There's a special called The Tomb of Christian Rosencrantz. Settle into the sofa and cut the pork chop into bite-sized pieces. Most of the work for today is done, but there are still a few more things to do. The Swiss cuckoo clock your old lady bought mailer says you have about four hours before she gets home. Four hours before she marches through the door and asks you how your job interview at the auto shop went. Did you get the job? Can she relax about the bills finally? Can she relax about you finally? Eight. Scrape the chunks off the vacuum filter and place them on the table. Crush up the substance with the bottom of a glass container. Take the camping stove and set it next to the tent in the garage. Clean the vacuum and replace it in the closet at the end of the hall. Wipe down all the surfaces in the shed and make sure all the chemicals are capped and put back in their spots. Arrange two white plastic chairs next to the table and wait. It's almost 2.30. School gets out at 3. As soon as Trisha gets home, she'll toss her book bag on the bed and then sneak through the loose panel on the fence dividing your yard from Bill's. 9. Listen to Trisha go on about her dress shopping and shoe shopping and getting her hair done for prom. Then bring over the fresh batch you've just cooked up and tell her you ran into an old friend last night and he happened to have some really good stuff. You've been buzzing all day. Tell her, look how clean the yard is. I've been so worried I haven't been able to stop raking leaves since dawn. Don't say anything about cooking it yourself. Don't mention this is a new recipe you got from your brother last week, who got it off his celly, who got it from God knows who. Load up a glass pipe and hand it over. She'll place the end against her pouty lips. You'll hold a lighter under the glass ball. She'll take a long pull, cough, and then sit back and exhale. Then you'll wait, like you've been doing most of the day. You'll be patient. You won't grab her wrist and check her pulse. You won't ask her if she's having trouble seeing. You'll sit there and linger on each breath she takes. You'll watch her chest move up and down as air passes in and out of her lungs. You'll watch and wait. After a few minutes, her eyes will glass over, and she'll hum the tune she heard on the radio that morning. I'm so high, she'll say. That stuff's hella strong. You'll unclench your fist and sit back in your seat. Smile. She's gonna be alright. She's not gonna go blind or fall into a coma. You're not gonna have to drag her into Bill's yard and shove her into one of the lawn chairs by the barbecue. She'll tap her thumb against her thigh and say, I wish you were my dad. My parents don't give a shit about me. You'll cross your legs and breathe a sigh. Of course your pops cares about you, you'll say. He wouldn't worry about you if he didn't. But inside, you'll feel a tiny triumph. Bill may have a bigger house, a better job, and a classier wife, but you have his daughter's heart. Homework's calling, she'll say, springing up out of her chair. Gotta go. You'll turn your head to the left and point. She'll give you a smooch on the cheek and scurry home. 10. Place the powder in a metal lockbox and hide it behind the wood pile on Bill's side of the fence. Then crack open a second beer and take a seat on the sofa. Your wife will be coming home soon. She'll expect you to tell her about the interview and why in the world you didn't get the job. You'll explain you woke up with a fever and stayed in bed most of the day. You'll tell her you're going into the interview next week. She'll prance into the bathroom and grab you a cool wash rag for your forehead. I guess you're coming down with the same thing Bill has. She'll make you a deviled egg sandwich sliced into triangles and sit on the couch next to you. I hope I'm better by this weekend, you'll say, because I'm taking my lady on vacation. She'll beam with happiness when you tell her that you're heading up to Pismo, where you two had your honeymoon. And as you wrap your hands around her waist, she'll remember why she stuck by you all these years. She'll remember that deep down, you're a good guy who's trying hard to change things.